Hello everyone and welcome again to If We Can Just Say. I am your host this week. My co-host this week is my lovely wife, Jessica Carter Ogle. It's about time I got a lovely. Hello everyone. (laughs) You get a lovely every day. Mm -hmm. Every day, folks. Mm -hmm. This girl has to have so much. She's used to a certain lifestyle. She sure is. She's used to hearing certain things. Listening that knows me knows that. Oh goodness gracious. It's it's every day, folks. It's every day. It's on the hour. Ugh, it's ridiculous. Speaking of on the hour, every Tuesday, whoa, 6 a.m. in the morning, we release our podcast. Yes. And we will be releasing it on Spotify, Apple, and Amazon. I'm working on getting it on a couple of other places. That'll be popping up soon. You'll see that in our posts. Also, our posts are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Yes, please like, subscribe, share, listen, all that good stuff. We love all your feedback. So please keep it coming. And if you don't mind, if you could take a little time to give us a review on Apple Podcasts, that'd be great. I noticed that there's a couple of reviews there, but they don't let us read them until there's a certain number of reviews. So I ask everybody to go give us a review on podcast. Yes, please. Apple Podcasts, that is. Yes. So what do we got going on this week? What happened? What's the new thing? Okay, so I guess our new thing just happened yesterday <laughs> and would be us obtaining copious amounts of firewood for oh. our fire pit in the backyard. We were sitting out last week. We had kind of a warmer weekend, and Stephen was saying, like, oh, I don't know if we're going to have enough firewood to last us into the fall. And, you know, we got all of our firewood because we had some part of our trees cut down last year. So that's how we got it. We've never had to buy it or anything. And yesterday on lunch, we decided to take a walk to our neighbor's quote-unquote estate sale, <laughs> quote-unquote garage sale. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry for laughing. It's it's not funny for me to laugh. I shouldn't laugh at that. Estate sales generally mean someone died, so I apologize. Yeah, okay. Well, now you're making me look bad. Not but funny. estate sales also generally mean estates. Yeah. Not just like... You know, like rando what? houses, garage sale, but also inside because you didn't pull everything outside. Yeah. Well, there was weather permitting. I get it. But yeah. yeah. Moral no. of the stories, we didn't find anything we wanted at the sale. But as I was standing looking in the backyard, they had like tons of wood. It still needed to be cut, but they had tons of it. And I was like, how much do you think they'd give us for that wood? Yeah. So Stephen's like, I'm going to go check. He went, we got a price for the wood. They also had like a firewood rack. We got a second one for our yard. And they also had like a real vintage yet still super sturdy wheelbarrow that we also got. We got a lot of good stuff, but we had unseasonably warm weather in Michigan this weekend, kind of like mid-June weather, not mid-April. Yeah, it was like 80 yesterday. And we were planning on doing a lot of yard work yesterday, but basically once we got two carloads of wood back to our house, (laughs) we realized that all yesterday was going to be like chainsawing. Yeah, that was was like, wow, we... Well, I guess we're not pulling the leaves out of the bushes this weekend. I'm nope. not cutting the lawn. Like, nope. uh, that's just is what it is. So. Gutters can just stay that way. Yeah. I mean, I don't expect the gutters to be too bad, but I do need to check them. But it'll yep. be a thing. I'll check them when we get a chance this week sometime. So. But yeah, we spent a good few hours chainsawing. He chainsaws. Yeah. I don't like it. It gives me anxiety. I'm the wood holder. <laughs> um, not that he's going to like cut my fingers or anything, but it's just, uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's so loud. It's right there. Like anything could happen. I'm scared of the chain falling off. And then, of course, on the very last piece of wood, I'm like, all right, grab. That's the last one. Grab that one. I want to I want to cut this knob off of it or whatever to make it shorter so it'll fit into our, our grill thing or whatever. And, uh, well, as soon as I got done cutting, the wood pinched the 
chain and pulled it right off. And I was like, oh, man. So my fear happened. The chain came <laughs> off. Which, I mean, after a few hours and that happens once, it's not a big that But big it's a so deal. funny because just randomly you were like, I'm just going to do this one last cut. And we had had an issue where the chainsaw kind of overheated a little bit. We had to let it sit for a oh, while. Oh, yeah. We were cutting some big pieces. Yeah. Man. And so he's like, just one more cut. And in my head, I go, "This something's going to happen. It's not going to be just one more cut. Yeah. And it gets all caught. It's all jiggly. We kindly make finally make it through and the chain falls off. And I was like, I knew it. Psychic, and, everybody. And, so, you know. and almost every piece we had to like cut, I would cut a third into it, spin it, cut oh, another like third, spin. Stumps. And like a lot of big stumps. Needless so, to say, we're set through next summer. I, I would say. I hope, man. I mean, some of this stuff is, we put a stump in there that we, from our old stuff that we found ants in and we put that in and like that took like eight yeah. hours to burn through. Yeah. Like it took forever. Ever. I'm rocking a nice sunburn on the left side of my body. <laughs> Goodness. Not to worry. She'll be talking about her her melon and her skin being darker here pretty soon. Well, it'll be shortly. that'll be a topic on the podcast. I'm sure she'll bring it up of how she has a nice nice tone looking no, looking skin color now. And real quick, I also made a banana bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This time with almonds, pecans, and dark chocolate chips. I'm like obsessed with it. We had bought like a dozen bananas. Very, um, I think that's very uh, big, too big for our britches amount of bananas. Yeah. And we had like three left and that's what my recipe calls for. And I was like, well, I guess I've, I've got to make another banana bread now. Yeah. And you, and you did it. And I was like, I didn't think you were going to do this. Yet. Oh, I can make like... a banana bread, banana bread in five seconds flat. Blind me, <laughs> blindfold me, like a banana bread. Nice. Pro now. But that's really good. We'll have some of that after the podcast is yeah, over. Yeah, we probably will. Maybe spoiler I'll get alert. To sit outside with me more. <laughs> but ooh, we also got um, a very adult item at Lowe's: a oh, yeah. wet and dry vac. So after bringing all of the wood in my Jetta in my back seat and trunk <laughs> to my house, I was like, "Well, now we're taking this car on a road trip this weekend and we bought a dry vac. So we were just in the garage like a couple of dorks like yep. vacuuming at our cars and like, "Oh my god, this is so great. Feel the suction. This is great." And he's like, "Oh, I better do my car." <laughs> yep, and then I do my car. And uh, where is most of the the cleanup in my car? So it's, anyway, it's where not were we on in the, our story. It's not in the back seat. It's not in the driver's seat. It's in the passenger seat. That's where most of the garbage was in my car. Imagine Those of that. you who are the primary passenger on a road trip know that no matter what, you're the one moving around getting the food, getting the food for the driver, getting it set up, unwrapping things, <laughs> holding the bag. Like you're bound to have a little bit more rest, giving your dog treats. Like you're in the action zone. Wow. You're actually going to so blame for it him on to, Wow. Blame you know what? Himself. If I was on the phone with him right now, we'd be breaking up. <laughs> Can't hear you anymore. <laughs> so. Uh, where do we leave off on our story? Let's get to well, some fun stuff. Well, for some stuff. reason, I was just about to sign a lease to move in with your dumb butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So when we left off, we had met the parents. We, yeah. uh, My mom had came in. We got the word from the, the guy that we could come see the apartment, mm -hmm. and we go see the apartment. Yeah. Well, we're at, yeah, and we're about to sign the lease because he let us have it day of. Literally, no, day no of. credit check, no nothing. He was just like, Where do you guys work? And I was like, U of M. And he's like, You know, where he works. And yeah. then he's like, All right, that sounds good. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, okay. Literally, he didn't do a background check, he didn't do anything. We didn't fill out an application. No, mm -mm. it was literally like, Just pay, send me your uh, payment info here at PayPal. 
We'll exchange yeah. numbers. And what we didn't know was that two weeks later, he sold the place. Yeah, not even two weeks later. We were moved in already. Yeah, we were like in, I mean, two weeks after we moved in officially, like he sold the place. So I guess it, all in all from us signing to that point was probably six weeks. Yeah. But like, yeah, he didn't even tell us. You're rushing us in our story. Yeah, I am a little bit. Sorry. Goodness. Anyway, so we signed <laughs> the lease to move in. Um, which was pretty cool. And, you know, starting the packing and stuff, the packing for me was easy because if you all recall, I'm living at my parents at this time. So literally all my stuff is still packed in a storage unit. So we just, you know, my dad, thankful to my dad, he moved us. He's moved me every time. I think he's done now. Now that we're in a house, he's like, that's it. You guys are on your own for moves, (laughs) but I think we'll be here for a while. So it all worked out. Yeah. And he got his, his guys for uh, piano moving service to come help clean yeah. out your storage yeah. and stuff. And, and that was so, cool. And then, and also they came to my apartment and got mm-hmm. the, the L section couch that we have, yep. got a couple of the big items there and filled up and, his trailer, which was cool. And we moved in in August, but Steven's lease wasn't up till November. So the plan was I was going to get about a month and a half by myself in the apartment. Yeah. And like we moved me in, um, a weekend in August, the weekend before, or the end of the week before Labor Day. So that last weekend in August is when we actually moved in, like yep. 25th or something like that. Something like that, yeah. And like, so it was easy. Like I had some boxes at my parents, but everything else was already boxed up and ready to go. I took some of the stuff from Steven's apartment and it was going to be like, well, I'd been living with my parents. So I was going to have like, you know, time on my own in that apartment. And even the weekend that we moved in, like... I don't know. We moved in on what, like a Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday morning, you left to go out of town for a week for work. Yeah. So we had just tons of boxes in the apartment. The whole thing was filled with boxes and he had to leave from Sunday to Friday to go to to, Atlantic, Iowa for work. And then I was leaving that Friday. He was coming in. And we did not see each other. I was going to Gatlinburg for my cousin who was getting married. I was her maid of honor and planning her bachelorette party in Gatlinburg. So we were like two ships in the night. So I think for me anyway, like I was looking forward to um, having some alone time in the apartment. But I think having you gone so quick and realizing that like there's nothing about like us being together in which I have to like be different or hide anything or do things on my own. It was like, man, this sucks. We lived here for two days. Now he's gone for a week and now I'm going to be gone. And like, I don't necessarily want like the alone time. I just want to start this like journey together. Yeah. It was, it, it was funny because she was back and forth a few times and I was just like, okay, whatever. I mean, it doesn't matter to me. It'll, it, I'll be able to drive to work easier because it'll yeah. be like a 15 minute drive versus 45. So I was fine with either. I think out of the, the amount of time before I moved in, I probably stayed there pretty much every night except for like two nights. Yeah. And right before we had moved in too, like is kind of when I was like, all right, I know I'm ready for this because he and I had went to see... Kit Moore. Yeah. So Kit Moore did a dive bar tour and you could win tickets for it. And him and I had both been trying to win and I won tickets and we went to that concert about a week before we moved in together. Yeah. And I remember as we were getting ready to leave in our separate cars was like the first time I was like, I just cannot wait to move in together because I don't want to go places together and leave separately. Yeah. Yeah. That was what we talked about in the parking lot. I remember that. 
But that was really cool because that show was like sponsored by Bud Light, I think, yeah. or something like that. Bud Light, so Bar tour, yeah. like we just won the tickets, we went, and then they gave us on our uh, wrist wristband thing that we had. It had two break off tickets for a free uh, Bud Light, yeah, which was cool. But it was a great show. There was like two hundred people there. We also got free koozies, Kit Moore Bud Light koozies. Yeah, those were our first koozies together. Yeah, man, that's a cool time. I created a, a koozie monster oh. in Steven. Yeah, we're about to go on another trip, and I'm like, well, we got to make sure we have our tall koozies and our short koozies because who knows if we get some big boy cans? Like who knows? Who I've knows what you're going to get? Set aside. <laughs> You did it today. But, but yeah, so we did that concert right before we moved in, which was really cool because I remember thinking to myself, like, I'm getting ready to move in with this girl. And I had told myself I wouldn't get married or get engaged before I moved in with somebody again because uh, my my ideals had changed in the way I lived my life and stuff. And that was just something from the past that I didn't keep was that, like, you have to stay separate until you get married, which yeah. is something that I just moved away from. So for me, I was thinking to myself, you know, like, we're already going to, this is our second concert. I love going to concerts. She likes going to concerts. This is really cool. And then afterward, we were like, man, it'd be great if we could just go home together. And a couple of weeks later, that's when that started. Yeah. 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 Which was really cool. Yeah. And that was our first of three times seeing Kip Moore. Yes. Which tends to be a nice little thing that we have with us, which is cool. And yeah. I, have a, I have a tour t-shirt for each one. Yes. I don't have tour t-shirts for any other bands, but this guy I do. I have three. This is insane. We went to the last show and he's like, I guess I'm this age now. I'm guess when you're 40, like this is when you start buying the actual <laughs> tour t-shirt and not other t-shirts. I didn't know that was a thing, but he that seems to be a momentous thing for him that he's now buying the tour t-shirt. It's. I don't think it'll happen for any other artist because we saw Darius Rucker and I didn't buy his tour t-shirt. Yeah. I just bought a regular shirt, but maybe it's a thing now. Get more. I don't know. Yeah. Who but. Knows? When I went to Atlantic, what happened? What did you do that week while I was gone? Unpacked. Yeah. There was boxes everywhere. Yeah. And and none of my stuff. It was all yours. The only thing that was mine was well, the entertainment center and the and the couch, but there was no TV or anything and all the boxes were yours. Well, it's a lot of like decor stuff. And and to be honest, like it's a lot of stuff that I had packed up when I moved out of the apartment I had shared with my ex and I hadn't opened any of these boxes since then. So it had been almost two years, not quite a year and a half, two years that I had even opened these boxes. And you know, you're packing amidst a breakup. So you're emotionally all over the place. And I'm like, I don't even know what's in half these boxes. I was like opening, I felt like I was getting new lamps and I was like getting new dishes. Cause I'm like, I totally forgot about a lot of the stuff that I had. And I am just a very like multitasking, task-oriented, get it done. Why do tomorrow what you can do today? Why do next week what you could cram into an hour? Like, so <laughs> I was like unpacking like a fool. Yeah. And then like you had, didn't you have like silverware and like dishware that you had never used before that you yeah, bought? Yeah, well, I had bought stuff. Yeah. So I had even bought like a set of glasses I liked and a set of silverware I liked, you know, um, just kind of like, all right, eventually I'm going to be moving out and I really like these glasses. So I'm going to get them now. And I'm, I bought like other little things to have now. And I think on the way to the apartment, like the night before we moved in, I stopped at like home goods and bought like dish towels and oven mitts. Cause like we didn't even have that. Yeah. And Steven's dish towels didn't make it to the new apartment. So <laughs> well, unfortunately it's, oh. a, it's a sad story in which I threw them away. <laughs> oh, actually, no, I believe they're in my rag pile. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them I've, I've seen them fall into your rag pile. I remember coming 
uh, back to my apartment else when we were when we were moving stuff from my apartment, um, which was after I got back from Atlantic. We moved stuff a few times yeah. back and forth. Um, and I remember showing up to the apartment after work one day, and I walked in. This was the night before we officially like moved you. Yeah, your last day. Yeah, and I remember walking in, and I'm look. She's got this weird look on her face. Oh, it was horrible. And I'm looking over where. I had I had a lava lamp, folks, that was from the mid nineties oh. that my mom got me. Not one of these stupid rinky dink ones they get now that are all plastic, that are skinny as hell. Like no. A real live like lava lamp that like the base of it you might be able to put your hands around it. Like a fat lava lamp that was glass. Urgh. The base of it was metal, like full on, like Old school lava lamp, and I'm looking at where I'm looking at where it was sitting, and I don't see it. So I thought, like, I didn't even get a chance to really ask if she packed it, and then she said, "Well, what had happened was, first of all, (laughs) he gave me a key. If you recall earlier in the story, he didn't want to give me a key. Well, he did give me a key. So this last night, he's in his apartment. We had been in our apartment for about a month." And this was the last night going to be in his apartment. So I was staying over there, finalizing packing. And my dad and them were coming to get our stuff the next day. And so I got there early and I was like, I'm going to get some stuff done. I'm going to organize some stuff. It was like a slow motion situation. So I had a box ready for like the lava lamp. (laughs) I picked it up off the counter. I turned, I'm telling you, in slow motion and I saw the glass wobble a little bit. I was holding the base. The, the top part flew off. The glass wobbled and started to slowly tumble through the air. I, in silent scream mode, was like, <gasps> tried to reach to get it. And it hits the carpet. Now, let me tell you, how many times have you guys dropped something like that on the carpet? And it just like bounces and it's fine and it's no big deal. But not today, not the day we're moving out of the apartment the next day. This is the day it chooses to bust on the carpet, the red and purple (laughs) wax, the water all over the place, the glass busts all over. And I'm like standing there like frozen, like He'll, he's never going to believe this wasn't on purpose. This is the leg lamp. This is our version of the leg lamp. Yep. He will never believe. I and still so don't. I'm, I'm cleaning it. I'm pulling wax out of the carpet. I'm like, tomorrow is the day we're leaving. I need to make sure we get the security deposit back. I'm scrubbing. I'm picking up wax. I had a shoebox. I put it in a shoebox. It was like a memorial service. And he like walks in the door and I was like, I have something to tell you. Yeah. I know you're going to be upset and I know you're not going to believe me, but it was an accident. And then I just put the box in front of him and he looks at me. And what did you say? You never liked the lava lamp. Yep. Yep. He was like, I know you didn't like my lava lamp. And he walked away from me. She never liked it. (laughs) I was like, it wasn't. She never wanted it to make it. She, she didn't want it to make Uh, it. It's not true. I didn't have a problem with your lava lamp. That thing was almost, that thing was 20 years old. Not having wanted it in my living room doesn't mean I didn't like it. I didn't try to kill it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and her mom uh, replaced it for a Christmas uh, later on that year. It was my mom's idea. Yeah. She said, maybe I can. And it's a nice one. I have a nice one, but it's, I mean, it's not, it's not, you never forget your first one. And I was told, I. 
You never oh, forget your first. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and I was told that even though my mom got him one, I still didn't get him that one. Is, that is the truth. She did not buy it. Her mom did. So that's not technically... That's, it's a it's a replacement in name only. Oh, goodness. <laughs> anyway. But, but, so we made it into our apartment lava lampless. Yes. And so after I like did all of the unpacking and stuff, and Stephen and I were two ships in the night. Yep. He came home not knowing that I had unpacked, and I was in Gatlinburg. Yeah, so you were in Gatlinburg, but at this point in time, none of my stuff was in the apartment. The story we just talked about with the lava yeah. lamp happened a couple weeks later. Yeah, I so guess that's true. Unfortunately, we're doing a little time jostle there. Sorry, people. So, so, so basically, to recap, we signed the lease. She moved in the weekend before Labor Day, and then I went to Atlantic for the week before Labor Day. And I came home on Friday, which would have been August 30th. Yeah. She was gone to Gatlinburg for her ladies uh, for the uh, bachelorette party. And I came home and came into the apartment. And I got to tell you, for me, I when I left, it was all boxes. I had no idea because, once again, she's been living with her parents. I don't know what she lives like at home. I have no idea. True. This is a risk took I'm a, taking. Took a gamble. I'm, taking, I'm taking the big gamble. And I walk in and I, w- I walk upstairs and there is not a box in sight. Everything is out. Everything is all over the place as far as like in place. Yes. Clarify that, please. Yeah. yeah. Not, it's not. It's The decor has been set up. Yes. There are things hanging on the wall. Like she put some stuff up. She pulled out pictures from, she had a picture from our Kip Moore show that we had just went to that was sitting out. She took a picture from our kayak trip from like... Our trip to shorts, like she took uh, Traverse City. She took all these pictures and put them out and strategically put them in places. And it was really cool. Like I remember sitting on the couch and just looking around and going, wow, like this is, this is cool. Like none of my stuff is here yet, yet I feel like I'm at home. And that was, that was a cool feeling. That's how I wanted you to feel. So I'm sitting there. Also, that's just how I am. (laughs) On a small sidebar. I was still at the apartment, and I had Comcast cable internet. Mm-hmm. At the new apartment, I had asked for a cable guy to come on that Friday when I got home that evening to the new apartment and set up Comcast internet there. And I had talked with somebody, customer service, on the phone to clarify the fact that I needed internet in both places because I was not fully moved yet, and I needed it home for work if I have a problem with work. I need to be able to log in even if it's at 3 in the morning, which at the time I was working on a pretty big global project that sometimes I had to do stuff at 11 o'clock at night, and I didn't want to be stuck without internet. So I get the guy to set up the internet in the new place. Cool. We're good to go. I leave. I go to the apartment, my, my apartment at the time. I get there. I've got no internet. None. It's dead. Whoops. Then I get on the phone and I call them, and after about an hour on the phone with customer service, I get them to finally fix it, and I have internet in both places. That was very frustrating because I was like, "Come on, man! This is literally like it's like a two like two or three week crossover." Yeah, you try to like cover all your bases and do everything you need to do to make like a seamless. Yep. But there's always something that happens. I mean, to be honest, that was really the only glitch we had moving in. Yeah. So overall, that was like pretty good. And, you know, once we were both in, it was really cool. But I think 
Um, what else happened while I was in Gatlinburg? You did something else. I went to your parents. Oh, yes, without me. Yep, I went to your parents. Yeah, so, yeah. So um, I went to her parents to watch a wrestling pay-per-view, which if any of you out there watch wrestling and are familiar with All Elite Wrestling, AEW, they had their inaugural pay-per-view to start official as their company August 31st, 2019, All Out. Yes. And I went to her parents' house to watch that. And that is also when I met Eric for the first time. Yep, my brother. So yeah. I got to hang out with the three of them and watch wrestling, which if you've ever watched an AEW pay-per-view, they have one like every three or four months. And it's a five-hour pay-per-view instead of like one every month that's like two hours or two and a half hours. So he was over there for a while. Yeah. And it was very cool to sit over there and hang out and watch wrestling with people that I was getting to know that would eventually become, you know, my family. And people who you had, you know, that in common with. Like, we've talked a lot of different entertainment in yes. our in our podcast so far. We've talked about music. We've talked about movies. We've talked about concerts. But we are now introducing wrestling. Yep. I think there's a lot more fans of wrestling out there than there have been or that honestly will admit to it. But we do like wrestling. It has a very like personal relationship for both of us. Um, I'm going to intro this section and a little <laughs> backstory on me and wrestling and my relationship with it. Like I grew up with it. It was in my parents' life before I was. My dad was a wrestler. Like he wrestled before I was born. He wrestled after I was born. He was gone for a little while out of town wrestling after I was born. So it's something he's always been passionate about. So it's something we've always had in the house. Like he's always loved it and he's honestly great at it. You know, I'm lucky that he made the choice not to join a very large organization because he didn't want to be away from his family that much. So I'm grateful for that. I had my dad growing up, like he was home with us. It was wonderful. Yeah. So that was great. And he still has been involved in wrestling throughout my entire life, even just not on that level, but at least locally and regionally. So it's always been there. Like I had an Ultimate Warrior wrestling buddy. <laughs> uh, my brother still has it. He has his Hulk yep. Hogan one and my Ultimate Warrior one. Yeah. Um, I had a crush on Brett the Hitman Hart. Yeah. Like, I loved it. There was always pay-per-views going on. My dad and brother used to wrestle, like <laughs> legit wrestle, like, and in my room, because I had a full-sized bed and my brother just had a twin. And what kind of body slam can you do on a twin bed? Why not use your sister's room, who she asked you not to do it, and let her come home from a sleepover to a busted bed frame? <laughs> so... You know, like eventually I would love to be able to like, we need to get our headphone situation set and get another like adapter because I'd love to have my dad like yeah. come on and talk about it and my brother too. But it was just always something that we had. Like, I think it's really great, you know, that my dad always was able to keep it in his life. Like it is a passion that he had and like he didn't do it for a full profession. He always wanted to be an entrepreneur and follow that dream as well and has been very successful. But to have a passion you don't let go of, like, to be honest, like, I am so in awe of that and so envious of that to an extent because I don't have that. Like, my dad with wrestling, Steven with music, I don't have anything like that. And I don't, I don't necessarily feel like I'm missing out, but I also just do wonder what that feels like to have something like that that you – 
can't, don't want to let go of and don't have to, that you can mold your life in such a way to always have that be a part of it. Yeah. So I've seen a lot of wrestling. I've watched a lot of wrestling and, you know, it really is a sport. Like people talk a lot about it and say a lot of things about it, but it involves, it involves a lot of skill. It involves a lot of sport. Like you have to be an entertainer and you have to be athletic. Like you have to be everything for sure. So, you know, I mean, that's just a little snippet of, (laughs) of my background with it. Um, and I just, you know, I, I hope people have more of like an open mind about it and I'm glad they do nowadays and that it's a lot more like mainstream. And I think it's cool that my dad's still involved in it, like in any aspect that he can be, Yeah, you know, because he does have a passion and he does have a talent for it. So he's, uh, since getting to know him, it, I mean, it, it didn't take very long at all for him to start opening up and telling me things. Yeah. And it was really cool because like Eric pulled me aside at one point and he's like, Hey, just so you know, he's like, if he, if he tells you something that's legit, like he doesn't, he doesn't open up about this to a lot of people. He's like, normally I'm the guy he talks to. He's like, and I'm totally not mad. Like if he tells you something, you ain't got to tell me about it or anything like that. It's like, if he's open it up to you to share that with you, like, no, it's legit. And I was like, that's, I mean, that was a cool heads up that he gave me. I don't me. always and, talk to people about it either though. Yeah. One, because I think people can be very disrespectful about yep. it. And like, to me, if I bring it up and you're disrespectful about it, then you're disrespecting my father Yeah. and you're disrespecting me. And like, shoot's going to get real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to so, keep us a PG rating yeah, here. Yeah. So like, I, I am, um, I'm a very like loyal family and friend and I'm very, uh, I don't know what the word is. Passionate about family. Yeah, I am. And standing up for family and like, don't be talking about my family and don't be talking about stuff that you don't understand. Yep. He has wrestled in the seventies, the eighties, the nineties, the early two thousands, the tens and March of 2020 was his last match. So he wrestled in six decades. That is, is very very cool which that that whole his last match thing we'll get into that when we get to that point in the timeline story um but uh for me i started watching wrestling when i was eight years old so um for me i thought it was the craziest thing I'd ever seen in my life. I remember it being at my Aunt Betty Jo's house for for a family get-together. It was the middle of the summer. It mm-hmm. had to be like July or August, but it was on a Saturday. And we get, we never went over there till like, I don't know, 4.30 or 5. But NWA Saturday night main event came on at 6.05 on TBS. And I had some uncles that watched it. And I walked into the li- into the living room where the TV was on, and I sat down. I started watching, and I saw the Steiner brothers, and I saw Scott Steiner do moves that I have never seen anybody. Jo- I-, I watched basketball, football, baseball. Like I watched those sports growing up, but I never seen anybody jump and move the way these guys and were jumping. I and remember moving. seeing Scott Steiner at my house when I was a little kid, <laughs> and thinking he is ginormous. <laughs> like. I watched it. I saw Sting come out with the face paint on and the He's and the cool. blonde hair. And at the time, if you've seen any pictures of me when I was a kid, I had bleach blonde hair and I wore it on a spike. 
part of that was because I saw Sting do it. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> like, I wanted to be like him. Yeah. Um, so, you know, obviously, my aunt and uncle, uh, uh, my Uncle Michael, Aunt Risa, and their daughter Tara and son Clint, we watched wrestling when we were kids, before Clint was born, and then even after. I remember watching The Ultimate Warrior and Macho Man and Hogan and, mm-hmm. and Mr. Perfect. Like, such, I, such I could go on and on yeah. about how much wrestling I've such watched as a kid. Personas. But I will speak to what she has talked about, which is it was hard to be a wrestling fan when I was a kid because you got made fun of all the time for watching wrestling. Like... Which I People said didn't respect earlier it. is amazing because I would watch the pay-per-views and they would be sold out, packed to the gills. So yes. it's like, I think people also didn't admit to it then. For sure. Had to. Because you, like we talked about this the other day, it, during the 90s for the Attitude Era, which was WCW versus WWF at the time, now WWE, for Monday nights, their shows were sold out 14,000 people in each venue. And then they did a film show on Tuesday that would air on Thursday or Friday for both brands. So you're talking between the four four shows, you're looking at 50,000 people. Yeah. How is, like, the chances of knowing somebody that went to one of those or being connected to them is yeah. pretty, pretty high number. But at the same time, nobody wanted to talk about yeah. it. Nobody could talk about it. I mean, it. even there were, like, local shows. Like, my dad did um, local shows and had, you know... A- a local um, promotion and like I would sell Girl Scout cookies at it <laughs> and I'd be there bringing the flags into the ring, selling my thin mints and there'd be all kinds of people there and people would be having a great time and the bleachers yeah. would be filled. And you know, there were, there's always people for it, but I don't know why it has such an odd stigma or did. I mean, I think it's going away a lot. It is going but- away. And, and a large part of that is to do b- because of superstars like the rock. The rock cross genre. The rock made that crossover, yeah. and it went from, you know, he did wrestling, and then he became a legit movie star, and the yeah. largest box office draw, and people went, oh, he was a wrestler, oh, oh, he was a wrestler, and then it became popular for for the Dennis Rodman's. Yeah, Dennis Rodman showed up before the Rock was popular, but Dennis Rodman started showing up on yeah. with Hulk Hogan on TV, and everybody was like, wait a minute, what's happening here? Celebrities are starting to show up. Yeah. And celebrities had showed up in the 80s because you had Cindy Lauper at the first WrestleMania and stuff like that. But like it still didn't reach that popularity with celebrities until the late 90s. I mean, it's it's completely mainstream now. Yeah, it's full mainstream now. And 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 targeted to kids. Yeah, like, and in I all didn't ages. have it much in my adult life. Like growing up in my parents' house, always, always on, ever, you know, all the wrestling. And then like I hadn't seen it as much. I mean, I knew about it, but I hadn't seen it as much till I moved back in. And then yeah. it was like in the last like couple years, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not even watching it, but just overhearing it and like <laughs> falling right back into it and being like, oh, I know all this stuff and I know some of these guys. And and it's funny now because she knows more than like Eric knows a lot of the 80s and 90s stuff, yes. which I know a lot of the 90s stuff. And he, he schools me on much of the 80s stuff because he still goes back and watches a lot of the classic stuff. Yeah. But the new stuff... It's funny because Jess will know their names God, and he ridiculous. won't, and it's hilarious. And his it's like osmosis. I try to read a book while he's watching it, but it still gets in. <laughs> so yeah, so we we watch a lot of wrestling in this in this house and in this family, and, and had it's you fun. Watched wrestling? Huh? Had you watched wrestling in your relationships in the past? Um, not really. No, it was one of those things that like I had to watch by myself most of the time. 
Um, so I, you know, I had to, I had to watch in secret because I got made fun of a lot. So, um, you know, watching the first pay-per-view with your family was the first time that I felt comfortable watching wrestling with other people. And your dad and I bonded immediately over it and started talking about it. Well, I had told you before that. About yes. Yeah. I mean, you had you had mentioned that he was a wrestler, and I remember being in the car on speakerphone, and I remember being like, "Oh boy!" Like it's, you should see his face right like, now. I got a kid on Christmas morning. I got to keep it. I got to keep it cool. I got to keep it cool. Like I can't. I got to keep it cool because once again, as as we mentioned, like it's still a topic that's. Difficult well, to broach, number one. Number two, I didn't want to come off as like a super fan yeah. because in the wrestling world, those folks tend to shy away and back away from folks that are super fans because it's like, uh, you know, y- you don't super fan your painter that comes over to paint your house yeah, because that would make them go, all right, I'm probably not going to go back to that house. You got to act like a normal person. Act act so cool. has to act like a Woo! normal person in I, a lot of situations. I got to act cool. Uh, but now I can totally, you know, now I can say whatever. In front, <laughs> Quote unquote in front of, fangirl out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, but it was cool. I, I had no idea. I mean, he was in the Detroit area. I didn't grow up in the Detroit yeah. area. So a lot of the stuff he did, I never saw. When I moved to Michigan, he was still doing stuff, obviously, and, and had a promotion and stuff. But I didn't even have a TV for that had cable for probably the first 10 years I was in Michigan. Um, so there's no way I could have watched it unless like it worked on an antenna and I have no idea. Um, so yeah, I mean, and he was very popular in the areas and you know, he's told me before that like he, he had the chance to go somewhere, but he was like, I want to, you know, th- a lot of those guys and girls, they don't win parents of the year because yeah. they're gone all the time. Like I mentioned the rock, like the rock was on the road for 300 days a year. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Like you we can't... watch stuff about Undertaker and Stone Cold and they yep. in their tumultuous relationships with their kids and yep. Stone Cold saying now he now that he's out of it now and now he's trying to build that relationship back with his kids. And I yep. I'm grateful that I didn't have to be one of those people. There's not enough money or fame in the world that could ever replace all the time that we got to spend with my dad. Like yeah. my dad is an entrepreneur, so he had more time with us. Like we never had babysitters, you know, we had my, my parents and we had my dad when we got home from school and I can't imagine anything being better than that. And he, like, when you say he's an entrepreneur, I've seen it up close and in person. He is, I mean, like there, there's that line in Tommy boy about Tommy boy's dad, where he could sell a ketchup popsicle to a woman in white gloves. Yeah. That is your dad. (laughs) 100%. Like anytime anybody mentions that line or I see it in writing or whatever, I think Jack Carter, that's that guy. He is so good with customer service and genuine. It is in like, and he'll get off the phone with somebody and he'll be like, Oh, that person will never call me back or that they'll call back in about a couple hours. But that's what made him, you know, so good. He's a people person. And I think to be in wrestling, like you look at the big stars today and they, you know, they are playing to the audience, just like basketball player plays for the fans the wrestlers whether they're in the ring or on the mic are doing that for their fans and 
you know, that I think that's what's even cooler about wrestling nowadays is there is, you know, Vince is calling it wrestling entertainment. So there is that entertainment aspect, but I think that helps them grab a bigger audience as well, because it's not just, I myself like the wrestling. I like snug, tight, actual, like wrestling. I don't like all the drama. I don't like all the whatever. I like wrestling. But for a lot of people, you know, you like the storylines on the mic too. Like it's all very entertaining. Yep. And it all takes talent. It takes talent to be on the mic. Like just doing this podcast the first couple of times, I was nervous and I'm in my basement and nobody can see me. So I can't imagine being on the ring in front of thousands of people. You have to give this speech, give this whole promo and then get in the ring and either kick butt or get your butt kicked. And it's like, you know, no matter what that involves athleticism people can say what they want but if you are body slammed onto a table yeah it's gonna hurt yeah i i watched a thing this week that was from politically incorrect with bill maher he used to have this show in the late 90s yeah and he had sting bobby the brain heaton um medusa who was a a woman's wrestler woman's champion and uh roddy piper and bill maher used used the, the word uh, he asked them, he said, your fans are in on the joke, right? And I'm going to tell you, the reaction between those four. A, uh, explicit language. Yeah. <laughs> the reaction from those four was so, I recommend going to look at it on YouTube because Roddy Piper stands up on national television, takes his pants down and points at his hip and says, titanium hip for six years. Yeah, how do you think that happened? And Sting goes, dude, when you get hit with a chair, it doesn't tickle. Yeah, Like, exactly. I know how to do it because I'm a professional. He's like, but it doesn't feel great. Yeah. When you fall off a ladder, that's a six-foot ladder, and you land on concrete. You're landing on concrete. Yeah. Like, there's, they don't own the venue. They don't come in and resurface the venue to where the concrete do- tickles yeah. or, or feels like a nice warm pillow when you land on it. People can be so, like, like arrogant about it. And it's and it what what is interesting to me... Is that as a as a kid that watched wrestling, I also read comic books, mm-hmm. and I loved comic books, and I loved superheroes because they could do things that were extreme. But I watched wrestling, and they always put that ad up that said, "Don't try this at home." Yeah, and they said, "Don't try this at home" for a reason because yeah. this stuff hurts. Yep. Well, I you know I always I always used to say too like. Even if some stuff is planned out, like do basketball teams not practice plays? Do football yep. teams not practice plays? Do they not know what they're going to do? Yep. Now, who knows what the other team's going to do, but there is still an element of practicing and planning and what you're going to do. At the end of the day, you're still going to get sacked and it's going to hurt. Yep. And you're still going to get thrown off the top rope onto the cement floor and it's going to hurt no matter yep. what. Yep. And you're gonna break things, yeah. and, and that's gonna that's gonna happen. Your dad's broke stuff; he's torn his bicep. Yes, like, like there's stuff like that that there's you know. There's a lot of stuff. He that got staples happened. in his head from yeah. a chair shot. Like I mean, there's there's things. There's people. The business has changed a lot. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff in the '50s, '60s, and '70s, and even into the '80s where it was like full on protect the business at all costs. Yeah, and if somebody says anything bad, you jack them up. Yeah, it's not so much that anymore. Um, but like, and I think at the end of the day, if you can't get out of your own way to enjoy something (laughs) and to respect what people are doing and respect their talent and their athleticism and all of that, then go elsewhere because we don't need you. Yeah. And I will say this much. I will make this comparison to something you and I talked about the other day. And that is soap operas. 
Yeah. Those actors and actresses are highly underrated on soap operas to be on there five days a week. Oh, sure. Yeah. Insanely underrated for their talent. It's what society thinks and deems, you know, better than others, as opposed to just giving everybody space. Yeah. To perform and to show their talent. Yeah. Because when you watch, um, you know, when you watch a superhero movie and you see Robert Downey Jr.'s Tony Stark or Iron Man doing stunts, it's not Robert Downey Jr. Exactly. He's got a stunt double. Exactly. When you see Hulk Hogan, you know, come off the come off the ropes and do the leg drop, that's Hulk Hogan. Exactly. Like, you know. Yeah. So, so that that's more of our... I mean, we're definitely going to talk about wrestling <laughs> oh, again. Oh, yeah, for this sure. This is more just kind of like backstory and a little like intro. Yeah. So when, when those topics do come up, you know, where, you know where we're coming from. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing. We're still in the beginning stages, so we're still hitting uh, a new entertainment topic yeah. to introduce something. But now that we've introduced this, this will be something that, that yeah. comes up, you know? Yeah, I mean, I I like to think that we can have a little bit of something for everyone. And maybe everyone doesn't necessarily like or care for every one of our topics, but maybe it'll help you learn a little bit more about it or a little bit more about us and where we're coming from. Absolutely. Yeah. So thank you again for listening. We really appreciate it. Like truly, truly we do. We've We've been getting some feedback. Some people that have been listening just, you know, religiously or making sure they're listening and i just want to thank you so much like at the end of the day like i've said before we love what we're doing we just we love talking we love talking to each other and we love talking to you and please please leave us more feedback you know remember to like and subscribe and share thank you we have gotten a few shares so i want to thank you guys for that um like steven said please give us a review on apple um and you know you can find us on apple spotify amazon new episodes every tuesday Um, and like, share, subscribe on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Yep, We will be there and we will be responding to anything that we get. Yep. Thanks guys. And uh, we'll see you again next week. Yep. Have a good week.